Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B. And sadly, still Lot B minus. Out here uh, in beautiful California. Randy, it's, it feels like it's been forever since you've been on the show. Where have you been? Yeah, I don't even remember the last episode I, t- I was able to be here for. Uh, well, you know, it's been uh, a crazy time of the year, you know, for, for the beer industry. We do uh, uh, all, our, all our big annual planning uh, here at the end. So I've been traveling the country, meeting with uh, different partners of the brewery, seeing different uh, beautiful areas. So I was in Delaware and Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and New Jersey all over the last week and uh, – Heck, I might need to tell you guys, uh, I, I think I'll be in Wisconsin next Wednesday, so we'll see how, uh, how that works out. But I'm super excited to be here. Obviously, we've got uh, some guests on tonight, super fun show, so super excited to get it started. Part-time co-host, guys. He's getting promoted <laughs> to part-time co-host. Uh, so, Randy, gallivanting around, drinking beer, that's great. I am happy for you and a little bit jealous. Um, we've just been holding down the fort here in Lot B and... In the dojo dugout in Colorado. How's everything going in Colorado, boys? Is it snowing there yet? Uh, no. In fact, it's been uh, unseasonably warm, uh, which Windy. is which has been nice. Uh, very. It, it's been excellent. Hey, everybody. Uh, Jordan is back uh, after having a beautiful baby girl. So yes. cheers. Hey, cheers. cheers to Jordan on the yeah, new the family. baby, Penny Mae. She's super Thanks, cute. So, so, uh, hey, uh, just real quick, and I'm going to pop off the show, but because uh, I, I, I just want to listen to this interview. It's going to be great. But before then, I have some stuff to go over, some housekeeping stuff. Tomorrow is a huge day on the dojo. First of all, we have our big um, uh, uh, event tomorrow night. It's a virtual event with Camacho, George Ramey, and myself. We'll be hosting the uh, pairing event and um, there's there's an event you know the event page on the Dojoverse. If you're not sure how to join, there's a link uh, that would allow you to join, and have some fun. And by the way, checking into that event, um, you'll be able to get that final piece of the puzzle for most of you to get your name on the Wall of Fame, not only on the Dojoverse in the Camacho Group, but actually in Honduras. Jordan, maybe you can uh, mute them just for temporarily, just temporarily. You'll be able to get your name on the wall in Honduras at the factory. So that'll be super cool. So make sure to uh, tune in tomorrow night. Uh, join that event. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to be giving away. If you join the event tomorrow night and actually participate, we've got this super cool Camacho like gas tank thing. It's, it's like a five-gallon gas tank thing. And if you open it up, it's got like a little mini bar inside of it where you could like mix drinks and uh, make an old-fashioned and all that kind of stuff. So... We're going to be giving away. That's like a $400 value tomorrow night during that um, event, which will be super cool. And then um, also remember, I'm giving away all those ashtrays, all those Camacho ashtrays. Ten winners. 
tomorrow will be announced during that uh, virtual event. There's, there's so many things, I can't even keep them all straight, Jordan. Mm. But then finally, my, the last thing I need to get everybody aware of is our fifth annual Veterans Day con- contest sweepstakes. This is always uh, a fun event. If you are a... Um, uh, you know, if you if you've served our country, we want to honor you guys. To enter, all you have to do is uh, go to the dojoverse.com. There's a post at the very top of the timeline. Just click on that. Uh, follow the instructions. Basically, just you just respond with what uh, branch of the armed services that you participated in and that you served with, and you'll be automatically entered. And the winners get this, you guys. There's gonna be five winners. Five winners. Each winner will get the Toast Across America coffin. That contains an Opus X and a Julius Caesar cigar. Randy's smoking one tonight. You'll also get a Camacho American Barrel Age Perfecto Assortment 3-pack and some Cigar Dojo Dojoverse Nubber Tools. All of that, five people each will win one of those, Jordan. Ooh, so there's just cow. there's so much going on. I wanted to just get, let make sure everybody knew of all these things. And then Friday night, there's not going to be a regular Smoke Night Live, but I will be announcing the Veterans Day contest winners Friday night live. Uh, in lieu of Smoke Night Live, it'll just be like a short 15-minute show or something. Other than that, we're just going to be hanging out with you guys on the Dojoverse and partying. So, Robbie... Randy, I can't wait to listen to the show. It's going to be amazing with Bobby and, and uh, Newman and Horse Soldier Bourbon. This is going to be fantastic. Anyways, everybody have some fun tonight on the show. We'll see you guys on the verse. Robbie, Randy, take it away. Eric, could you run back through that one more time? Yes. <laughs> so here we go. Tomorrow night. <laughs> From the top. So 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 uh, Cigar Dojo is keeping the uh, the USPS in yes. in business just on its own. It seems like absolutely. That's a whole bunch of prizes. That's exciting. That's going to be a lot of fun uh, starting tomorrow, so you guys are definitely going to want to tune in for that. Speaking of a lot of fun, this is going to be a really fun episode. So uh, as, as you all know, 150% of you, Randy, they all know that we've got a couple of guests here, and we're kind of burying the lead because we haven't really introduced them yet. So uh, let's start out. Let's bring uh, Bobby Newman in, uh, Bobby Newman of J.C. Newman Cigars. Bobby, thank you for taking the time to hang out with us tonight and, uh, and talk about some bourbon and cigars. We're looking forward to it. Well, thank, thank you. That work. Can you hear, first of all? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you sound great. Okay, listen, listen. We're, I'm on. I'm not. I'll never speak for Rob Schaefer, one of the uh, one of the, one of the owners of Horse Soldier Bourbon. But I want to toast not only you, but to all to and to Rob. Rob's a Green Beret uh, Colonel. Rob, thank you for your great service, long service to our country. We salute. We all salute you, my friend. Here, here, Rob. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. You. Mm. And uh, on that, we'll we'll introduce uh, Rob Schaefer of uh, Horse Soldier Bourbon. And uh, Rob, we're, I think we're all drinking uh, some Horse Soldier Bourbon tonight. We'll go through the, the lineup. You've got three different uh, three different offerings right now. Um, but thank you for taking the time to sit down and uh, and chat with us today. I'm happy to be here. I would be doing this anyways. So, uh, <laughs> and I always prefer to do this with someone. So, uh, it, you know. You guys are all filling in tonight for my buddies, so. Perfect, perfect. We didn't have to twist your arm or take you out of your normal routine. This is great. Uh, and I, I have to comment on, I, I'm, I love Randy's backdrop. 
He's done a great job of putting that together. It really highlights how crappy mine is, and we're going to work on that. Uh, there's there's a lot of beer in the fridge, and it's it's an important part of my life that is back here, so we'll, we'll have to cover it up somehow to make it look special like Randy's. But, Rob, you've got the, the most beautiful backdrop back there. It looks like uh, you're on some sort of oasis out there. Well, we are lucky enough, um, Bobby Newman and I, to live in one of the nicest places in the world, and especially for veterans. I think it just came out the other day that the Tampa Bay area is number one. So I retired down here, and uh, uh, we bought the old mayor's mansion here in St. Petersburg a couple of years ago, and nobody wanted to buy it. Uh, and uh, it went more than a year. So uh, we bought it, and we've been restoring it, and so you're just kind of seeing the lights on the trees and everything behind it. So this is uh, nothing worked when we moved in. So if you see it now and it's working, then I did it. So <laughs> well, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you've done a great job. Uh, so let's let's get a little bit of background, uh, Rob, on you and tell us a little bit about the story of uh, of Horse Soldier Bourbon. And then we'll get into the cigars that we're all smoking. I think we're all kind of smoking some of the same stuff. But give us a little bit of background and then we'll dive in a little bit more. So uh, Horse Soldier Bourbon was started um, in 2015, and it was uh, a group of Green Berets that kind of knew each other, different places. Part of what we wanted to do was to find a way to kind of get everybody together and keep everybody together. One of the hard things that when you're when you get out of the military is feeling like you have got a real sense of mission, uh, and you also miss having folks that speak your language. You know, pilots have their own language, MPs have their own language, Green Berets have their own language, right? So um, two of the guys and and uh, and one of the guys' wives, they went out for a horseback ride in Montana. On the way back, they stopped in a distillery, and uh, there wasn't anybody at the distillery that day. So they went in back, got the full tour, and one guy looked at the other guy, and they said, am I allowed to curse on this show? Absolutely, oh, yeah said we can fucking do this so you know <laughs> so they came back and then uh, pretty much that next week we got started so there were uh six green berets and uh a lovely lady who uh, started this up from the beginning and what we have now is there so it's called horse soldier bourbon because uh two of the green berets that are on our team were the mission on horse soldiers so if you saw the movie 12 strong so the two main characters in that uh mark nutch and bob uh pennington uh were were in there and then all of us uh had responded in different ways we all went different places i had the first unclassified mission on the war on terror and scott neal was on uh one of the direct action teams to support over there so uh, what we wanted to do was find a way that we could uh, something that, that talked about who we were, uh, and what we want to do now is make great bourbon. So we've got we've been distilling for a while, and we've got a straight, a small batch, and a barrel strength. Uh, people will try us because of the story behind the brand, uh, but they keep drinking it because uh it's good so in the three years that we've released the product now we've won over 60 medals last year the barrel strength was named to the top 100 spirits in the world multiple double golds and uh it really comes down to this i mean we say it 
we say it to kind of be funny, but it's true. We, we make bourbon for ourselves and what we don't drink, we sell. Uh, but, but that's partly also why it works, right? The, the guys who own, you know, some of the other distilleries, like the guys who own Jim Beam, they aren't drinking their least expensive bourbon every day. I love to drink my straight. And it's because literally we made it because we wanted to drink it. So it's, it's 87 proof instead of your 85. Why? Because we didn't like it at 85 proof. I'm not going to sell you something. I'm not going to drink every day. It's aged three years instead of two uh, because it's ready. So, you know, if you were going to sit down and have any worries about money and you were going to make like the best bourbon that you could, then you would make it the way that we do. So. Well, I find that really interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I so uh, I actually work in the in the alcohol beverage uh, industry myself, work for a brewery. And when I heard about this, when we first heard about your brand, I immediately assumed that it was a co-pack, um, you know, manufactured situation, third party where you guys were brand owners. Um, so it sounds like you, it's it's a lot more than that. You actually have a distillery. You guys are developing uh, the juice yourself, as it were. Yeah. So, well, we produce it right now in a couple of places. So down here in St. Petersburg, we've got a distillery and then we have a, a restaurant associated with it. Then uh, we also rent time on stills in Columbus, uh, but we still can't keep up. We're in 15 states now, and uh, you would understand this. We got picked up by Southern Wine and Spirits, bought our whole oh, sure. book, oh, and they want to take us everywhere. So that's a big deal, and we can't keep up with demand. So just two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we broke ground uh, in Somerset, Kentucky, where we're going to build a $150 million distillery complex there so we can keep up with demand. And uh, it's right on Lake Cumberland, and that's gonna, that, that'll be how we can finally you know, keep up with demand and get to all 50 states. So. Wow. That's fantastic. That's yeah, that's that's a big deal. Uh, Southern wine and spirits. Even I know what that is. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that's big time, man. That's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it also speaks, you know, I, we, I was surprised, you know, when we first heard about this and started discussing uh, having you guys on and, and having a conversation about it, that we were able to find all three of the bourbons here in California. Um, and so I, I now it all makes a little more sense that you've got I, that distribution I'm footprint. I'm super glad to hear that you could get all three SKUs there. You must be in Southern California. Nope, so, no, San Francisco Bay Area, Northern really? California. Okay, that's great right. news because we've had a lot of problems with uh, California. So I'm glad to hear that you could get it up there. So terrific. Yeah, it, Randy and I are in uh, slightly different places. I'm I'm just outside of San Francisco. Randy's more south of uh, of the city. Uh, but yeah, I was able to find all three as well. Um, I did pick up uh, the the straight bourbon. That's uh, what I'm drinking tonight, and it is uh, very very tasty. Um, you do a nice job of uh, outlining tasting notes and such on uh, on the website. My screen is frozen, but I'm assuming you guys can still hear me. We see and uh, hear you. Pal. Beautiful. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, so that's yeah. And we'll get into some of the tasting notes here in a minute. Uh, I think we're all smoking uh, something out of the J.C. Newman portfolio. Uh, Bobby, I'm smoking the uh, the American. I think that's what uh, Rob is smoking as well. Uh, this is a fantastic right. cigar, man. This is the first time I've smoked it. This is very, very good. Well, well thank you. We're very proud of it. Uh, we'll hope that you all come down and we'll, we'll let you roll cigars in, in Tampa. And uh, we've had a lot of fun with this. Uh, is this was the fourth generation Drew Newman's uh, idea. He wants to spend uh, his inheritance. Go ahead and do it. 
And um, the idea was to come out with maybe the only or the first, certainly first, certainly in the first, the last hundred, a handmade cigar made in the United States with American-grown tobacco. The wrapper is grown by Jeff Borchewitz, so it was Corona Cigar, and it's grown in uh, 20 miles northwest of Disney World. The binder is Connecticut Broadleaf Binder. And the filler, no one in America grows long filler. Long, uh, so we, we contracted with the um, Amish and then with the Mennonites. And the Amish, the, the tobacco they grew was, was a little bit too thick. We had problems with burning problems. And uh, the cigar was not burning uh, like it should. We switched to the Mennonites, which is very ironic. As you know, the Mennonites, they don't smoke. They don't drink. They don't use electricity. They don't use tractors. And you you go you go to their farms. It's like going back 200 years. Mm. You, you expect to see George Washington and Thomas Jefferson come off, come out of their houses or something. But uh, anyway, I, I, if I can go back to, to Rob, uh, Rob and I are, are, are good friends, and uh, their their story is is amazing. Anyone who hasn't seen Horse Soldier Bourbon, uh, I'm sorry, seen, seen 12 Strong, you need to see it. And uh, but. Rob, can you explain one of my favorite things? Every time I'm at their distillery in St. Petersburg and their one incredible restaurant called Urban Stillhouse, I learn something new. We take a lot of customers there, friends there, and uh, Rob has done wonderful tastings uh, for us, with us. Um, Rob, can you explain about the shape of I think everybody watching, and you've got 40,000-plus folks that uh, we'll see this uh, this this video of this conversation, but like Rob, I uh, the last time I was uh, at the American Freedom Distillery Horse Soldier in St. Petersburg, Rob was tied up. So um, Joy Labette, their general manager of uh, of Ur the Urban Stillhouse Restaurant, is which is a six star. It's not even a five star. It's amazing. But he minor things. He picked up the bottle and said, "The reason the bottle is in the shape of a canteen." I never realized that. Hmm. Rob, would you tell him this? I think it's you know, fascinating everybody about the label. That is, no one's doing that in the world. Um, so the label on it is, it's uh, has a copy of the, well, it's it's a rendering of the horse soldier statue and and really what that is it's it's called the america's response monument and uh we're allowed to use that because the uh, what it stands there if you if you go to ground zero in new york and you go through the memorial it's very somber um and you come up and as you come up and out and you look up on the hill there uh there's kind of the sun behind it there's a church up there and you see this thing called america's response so this is what happened this is what we did. And in this case, you know, the, the horse soldier mission was so famous. Um, the hundred green berets that went in with uh, 10 CIA guys, uh, that they, they made this, the statue. So it's green berets on horseback. We're allowed to use this because the artist who originally did the America's response monument did it as a composite of us, of some of us. And so as a result, we asked him and he made a couple of line and ink changes. So we're probably, the only company in the U.S. for sure that's allowed to use a national monument as our label because it is us. That's fantastic. That is a great story. 
I have got a chance to see the movie. It is very impactful um, uh, to, to watch that. And um, thank you for, the, for for that. You know, so I, I will keep going though because I gotta I gotta say um, your team, Bobby, did a great job of getting the Americans out to uh, Robbie Raz here, who was supposed to get me an American. He fell through. Uh, yeah, so. It happens. <laughs> I, I guess I was supposed to guess what your address was. So I, I'm actually smoking the uh, Toast uh, Cross America um, 2015 Julius Caesar. Uh, so this is the uh, the Eye of the Shark uh, Vitola Ooh, nice. here. Nice. And, uh, right. and I am pairing that with the small batch uh, horse soldier bur- bourbon myself. So excited to hear uh, a little bit of the tasty notes as Rob gets into that. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the pairing as, as we go, but I, but I gotta ask, you know, you guys mentioned you, you are close friends. What is the involvement here? You know, Bobby, you're the one that introduced this idea and this brand to us. What, what is your involvement, JC Newman's involvement with Poor Soldier Bourbon? Rob, I, Bourbon I, and cards. I, Did you does it get, uh, about uh, three or four years ago, we were doing a Diamond Crown event at Jeff Borshowitz's uh, Sand Lake store, and I walked in there, and uh, I was—I uh, did not serve in the military, and so uh, the reason I say that I was late because Rob, I'm sure, was way early, and I saw Rob and another gentleman, and they were—they were, they were uh, talking about and pouring the horse soldier bourbon, and. Uh, I heard their story, and uh, it's uh, Rob. That it's probably before the movie Twelve Strong came out, and uh, just um, uh, I just I fell in love with the story. Um, we we are Rob lives in St. Pete. I live in Tampa. We're both uh, like 15, 20 minutes from the headquarters of Special Operations at McDill Air Force Base, and then we're all the special forces and their international there, uh, uh, kind of uh, at the, the epicenter of the, the war and terror. Um, and uh, so, so we got so that's how that's how I met Rob. But let me let me inter- let me interrupt all of you because my one of my favorite stories, Rob. And Rob, would you explain about how about how the bottle? The mold in the bottle—that to me just blew me away. I think it'll blow away everyone who's listening. Um, so the when the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey found out what we were doing, um, we were offered some steel from the Twin Towers, and so we took that steel, we gave it to the American steel workers. They very lovingly and reverentially took it, made a video of themselves doing it. And then our bottle molds are created from steel that came from the Twin Towers. So every one of these bottles has been stamped, has been made because it's it's a glass injection. So um, every one of these has been touched by steel from the Twin Towers. So, you know, when we say forged in fire, it's not just kind of talking about like what our career was, what we did in special forces, but is it's as much about the bottle and everything else. So. That is That's, really cool. That's a tremendous story. You're you're right, Bobby. Thank you for for highlighting that for us. Yeah, the the bottle is when uh, Bobby pulled us aside at uh, at the PCA show uh, this year in Vegas. Uh, Randy and I spent some time chatting with him, and and he told us the story of the bourbon, and I had never had it before. But as soon as he described it, 
I knew exactly what he was talking about because I had seen it before. And I'd, I'd seen this and I was curious about it, but I'd, I hadn't taken the step to pick it up. I'm When it comes to bourbon, it's, at least for me, and I'll speak for myself, um, I, I tend to, uh, I want to try stuff before I buy it, which is always difficult. It's easier with cigars. Right? I could buy one cigar before I commit to a box. When I go into a, a Total Wine over here, I can't ask for, hey, could you pour me an ounce of this before <laughs> I before I make the purchase? Uh, but as as soon as Bobby told me that uh, that this was you know good stuff and we talked about doing the show, uh, this is one of the first things I did when I got back was pick up a bottle. I know Randy, you did the same, um, and it's the it's so distinctive and it really does stand out on the shelf, uh, which is helpful because I mean we talk about this a lot because I I have uh, some experience working in the beer industry and we all kind of shop with our eyes right. We do the same thing in the cigar industry. If uh, it's something that I'm not really familiar with, I'm gonna if I see it, I'm gonna want it. You know what I mean? The way that it looks, and this really stood out to me. Um, that's not really a question. It's just more of a statement. I really think the way that the, you guys designed your packaging is really, really cool. Um, before, uh, awards oh, for that. so, uh, one of the, one of the guy's wives, the, the one who, um, started the company with us, she does all of the branding and, uh, she had been, she had done branding before in the cosmetics worlds. And so she, she knew all the stuff. And so really, I mean, we call the bottles bar jewelry because it looks pretty, you know, and uh, we, we were the first ones to do metal labels and it's now, it's nice. We've, we've only, you know, had things on the market for three years and we already have people copying us. So uh, yeah, the, the bottle is designed, branding and marketing is the number one critical success factor for distilled spirits. So if you're not spending time on what it looks like, then, you know, you're gonna lose because people are gonna try it because of the way it looks or because of the story. But they'll keep buying it if it's good juice, and we spend as much time on that as anything. So, yeah, that's got to be a tough space to break into because uh, you walk down, and Randy and uh, I've talked about this a lot because, again, with the stuff in the beer industry, you walk down like the wine aisle, for example. I mean, everything, all the bottles all kind of look the same, and we're really just kind of picking things by the label because most of us don't really know what we're talking about when we talk about wine. But you walk down the the, the whiskey aisle, the bourbon aisle, and you, you've got the rye, and then you've got the bourbon, you've got the, you know, scotch and everything it's it's kind of overwhelming uh, from a consumer standpoint yep. if you don't have something that really draws your attention yeah, there's going to be certain brands you look for or whatever but for me to have this kind of look and like you said people are already copying it the fact you've only been doing this for three years and we can find like randy well, and we've I were been able, stilling able to, longer but it's only been released we've been yeah. dumped out of the barrels so. yeah yeah that's that's yeah that's what i meant but on the market for three years it's it's impressive that uh that you've just been able to to carve out that space already, and you know, like you said, you're 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 at the point where you're expanding because you can't keep up with demand. That's well, which also tells me that we need to stock up in the short term. So I'll probably have to do that as well. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. uh, with, hey, with that, uh, actually, if if I may, uh, Robbie, something you said actually reminded me of something. Randy! Tonight's episode, just as every episode of season four of your favorite pairing show, is brought to you by none other than the incomparable, formidable, phenomenal Drew Estate Cigars. We could not be happier to have Drew Estate as a sponsor for what his co-host thinks is the best season of Flavor Odyssey yet. Whether you're looking for an economy option like a factory smokes, 
a classic Cubanesque Cabano like Herrera Esteli, something dark, bold, and powerful from the esteemed Liga Privada line, or something with a sweeter and even more flavor-driven profile from their infused line, such as the Tabac, Drew Estate has something for every smoker and every occasion. Now everybody knows who our favorite Drew Estate retailer is here at Flavor Odyssey. Smoke In, the sponsor of all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Smoke In has just opened their new distribution center. They have built a state-of-the-art 8,000-square-foot warehouse that is fully environmentally controlled and has all new inventory and fulfillment controls that will make one of the industry's fastest and most reliable retailers even more effective and more efficient. Additionally, they have expanded their selection and are carrying more brands than ever. Be sure to check out their website and place an order at smokein.com. So, gentlemen, had to uh, do a little uh, housekeeping, pay the bills, keep the lights on. Good job, Randy. Good job, Randy. (laughs) Randy, can I say one more thing? Absolutely. Just about, it's just going back to Orso Bourbon. It's funny. I we we all drank in uh, uh, in, in, when we were in school, in college, and um, uh, I've thrown uh, many bottles of 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 Jack Daniels and uh, uh, Ancient Age uh, empty bottles away. Nobody, and Rob, you can correct me. I don't know anybody in their right mind would throw away these empty. But once you consume it, would throw away the bottles. People keep them forever. Yeah. They're so unique. And I, I don't work for Rom, and he doesn't work for me. We work together, but this is, it is it's just, it's a, as you look at the end symbolism. Yeah, when they first came out, the there was a secondary market on eBay for them. So you would get, uh, you would get the bottles that would actually be more than they originally cost to begin with because people used them for lamps and everything else. Now there's enough of them out there that, you know, there wasn't, but it was strange to see empty bottles for sale on eBay for like a hundred dollars, crazy. Wow. <laughs> that's no, yeah. That's, that's once you hear this story and 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 having the the uh, you know iron steel workers um, you know forge the mold that it's a unique bottle in that way. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to? I, there's no way this is ever going to end up in my trash can. Don't you worry about that, Bobby. This is going on a on a shelf here in the studio. I think it's going on the shelf right behind your head there. I think there's yeah, a space exactly. for it right there. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've talked a lot about the bottles. Let's talk about the juice inside the bottles. So, Rob, you've got three different uh, different SKUs, different offerings that you have. Uh, why don't you run us through the lineup and give us some of the tasting notes and, 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 and that spiel. Right, so um, the... The first thing that we have is our straight bourbon. It has a copper label, uh, and it's called, yeah, down at the bottom, it'll say straight bourbon on it. So that's how you can kind of tell. Um, so this is a traditional bourbon. What I mean by that, the mash bill is um, primarily corn, but then it has rye and then some barley. Uh, this has a very high rye content and perhaps i think it might even have the highest rye content um in the market and as a result of that it it, there's there's a sweetness to it that you don't normally get from rye so you still get plenty of spiciness but you get a lot of sweetness out of it and uh you know when i do tastings all the time we'll, we'll taste all three skews and people are thrilled when they say that i like this one best because they're like, yes, I can buy more, I can buy more. So, you know, I, 
I mentioned you guys earlier, right? Our, our thing is that we make bourbon for ourselves and what we don't drink, we sell. And, uh, I mean, that sounds funny, but it's the truth, right? So this is 87 proof instead of 80 or 85 because, well, we didn't like it at 80 or 85, but we liked it at 87. Uh, it's aged for three years instead of two because we didn't think it was ready at two years. It's very, very expensive to do all of those things. You know, the more water you put into it to proof it down, the more money you make. But uh, our big thing is that we, you know, un unlike the guys who own uh, other distilleries, right? I'm, I'm ecstatically happy to drink my least expensive product every day. And uh, that's part of the reason this one, we had released it, it had been on the market for like two months. We took it to San Francisco, which is kind of the big daddy of them all. And this one double gold. So of the, of all of the entrants that were there, only eight bourbons, won double gold. And this was one of them. So <clears throat> I recommend for most folks start off with this. Uh, it'll give you a kind of a, a good idea of what we're doing. So the next one that we have is our small batch. It's got a gold label on it. And it'll say small batch at the bottom. So this and the barrel strength are weeded bourbons. And the reason that we're doing these is because, well, really, I mean, I like a weeded bourbon best. My other partners weeded bourbon best. We're Kentucky boys originally. I mean, we're in Florida now, but, you know, we grew up on weeded bourbons. And weeded bourbons is that they will age better than a lot of the rise will. So you'll see your expressions like, you know, Pappy's is a weeded bourbon, Willits is a weeded bourbon, right? So a lot of that have been ate for more than 12 years are weeded bourbons because there's this great mellowness and sweetness that come in. So this is our weeded bourbon. Now this has been aged uh, about, about five years, something like that. And then, um, this is this is spicier. So folks who really kind of like a, a spicy bourbon tend to like this one the best. And again, I get, you know, everybody thinks that you should like the most expensive one, right? Mm -hmm. But I have plenty of people who love the straight best. I have plenty of people who love this best. And the whole point is you're, you know, you're the master of your own palate. What you like best is, is, is literally the best whiskey in the world. Um, oh, and, and to let you know, right, so, so, part of what once COVID is over the way that you get a chance to try these things is you get your buddies together and everybody pitches in like 10 or 15 bucks and you go out and you buy like three or four bourbons and then you make you do a blind tasting so one person knows what they are nobody else knows what they are you put them into canners or whatever Everybody can kind of guess and figure it out, but that's also a great way for everybody to figure out what their favorite one is because you're not going to have, I mean, what's the best pizza? Is it, you know, ham and pineapple? Is it a meat lovers? Obviously it's not ham and pineapple, right? right. <laughs> this, what is that, you know, what you like best is what you like best. So now what's, what's interesting is that then from this, when it's been aged longer, then you get our barrel strength. Uh, this is a platinum label it's not silver now this is a little bit confusing for folks because they're like oh this is silver it should be in between the two why is this more expensive just, I think of it as as, as, a, 
as bronze, gold, and platinum. And that's because when we first released this, this was the only one that metal label. The other ones had paper labels. So if you ever, ever see a horse soldier bourbon with a paper label, you should buy it and mm. do not open it because those are rare now. But the metal labels proved to be so popular that we eventually, you know, put metal labels on all of them. But this one already had this color on it. So, you know, a little bit of lore that you can, you know, tell your friends is that, you know, that's why the silver label is not really silver. It's it's platinum because this was the first one that they did the only metal label. Um, now, this is so the the small batch is 95 proof. And the reason it's 95 proof is because the team, the horse soldier team was uh, ODA, Operational Detachment Alpha 595. So 95 proof for 595. This one is however it comes out of the barrel. So it's always going to be handwritten down here somewhere or another. Now we put it in the barrel at a lower percentage than is required. So normally, again, if you want to make the most money, you put it in at the highest proof possible. You know, you take it out of the barrel as soon as you can, you proof it to wherever. So, but we found that if you put it in at a lower proof in the barrel that you get some, some extra sweetness out of it. <clears throat> but what's really interesting is that this one right here, this is a uh, 124.6. So this is actually higher than it went into the barrel, which is kind of crazy because, you know, the barrel is where science and magic, you know, happen together because you just never know what that barrel is going to do. And, and each one of those barrels is only going to produce, say, 240 to 260 barrels. So every one of these is going to be different, but not so different because these are our best barrels. So these are aged longer um, and uh, they're going to be higher proof. And I, I definitely recommend that when you try both, well, when you try all of them, you should try them straight first. Uh, and then put a couple of drops of water in, swirl it, see how you like it. Same thing with this one. You might even need a little bit more. When you get your sweet spot on this in terms of where the water is at, um, then this is like candy. So uh, it's, this is why it's a lot of people's favorite. This is my favorite. My second very close favorite, though, is the straight, which is our least expensive product. So this has a lot of... Um, a lot of um, notes of like fruit they call it stone fruits you know but like cherries and plums and things like that uh it's got a lot of vanilla in it you'll get a lot of caramel out of it and a lot of sweetness yeah that that's that lineup is is it sounds great i i'm i'm really enjoying like i said i've got the uh i've got the straight bourbon and this is it's it's kind of in between like a like a higher proof flavor and like an everyday sipper, right? It's kind of in between it. And I think it's it's priced in there and it's priced appropriately. I think I, I picked up this bottle. I want to say it was like $42, $43, something in that range. Very, very approachable. It's not going to break the bank. Uh, so it's one of those that, uh, that you can taste. It's funny. You talked about having one of those tasting parties with your buddies. Uh, I tend to do, my wife and I just tend to do that ourselves. <laughs> I, 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 we have three or four bottles and we just like to try them ourselves, but I, I don't have any friends. Nobody likes to hang out with me. So <laughs> we, we, you gotta, you gotta make do with what you got, but, uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued to try some of the higher, uh, the, the higher ABV versions. Um, and for me, and I've talked about this a lot and you talked a bit, a little bit about adding some water in there and I've, I've done distillery tours and things of that nature, but the, the barrel proof stuff is always the hardest for me. 
I know it's it's what everybody likes and it's it's the real popular stuff. It's always hardest for me to kind of get the idea of the flavor on that because it can be like it hits the palate and sometimes it's just so hot for me. Yeah. It's like it's like over overbearing and I don't like to put ice in my whiskey. I, I never really have. So I sometimes I'll do a little splash of water in there, but it's I've I've never really taken that as. Uh, as practice. So maybe that's something I should do a bit more often with some of the higher ABV stuff, the, the barrel proof stuff. I recommend it with all of your whiskeys. And and the reason is this. So you'll get plenty of people that'll, there's always that annoying brother-in-law who comes at Thanksgiving and tries to tell you how you should drink your whiskey. Right? Unfortunately, <laughs> that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too but, bad that I'm that guy. <laughs> but, but the point is, is that, you know, the, 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 the way you should drink your whiskey is the way they like it the best. Now, every whiskey is going to be different too. So like with the straight, I very rarely put any water in, but I will put it in the other ones. So I always recommend that whenever you try something for the first time, try it straight, okay? Then put in a couple of drops of water, do the same thing, give it a swirl, give it a sip. And, and you will notice when I do tastings, Bobby saw me do this the other day. Um, I always, I always, I always have people just put single drop of water, just one teeny tiny drop of water in there. And it amazes people how much it changes the whiskey. It's a completely different whiskey. So you might like, say, say you can't understand what the big deal is about, say, a pappy's 12-year-old. And, and it's like, oh, I should really like this. But if you put a couple drops of water in it, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, now I really get this. Get you got to play around with it. The good news is you can't mess up because if you put too much water in, you get to add more bourbon, right? So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but you want to play around with each one until you find your sweet spot because everyone's going to be a little bit different. All, all right, fine, Rob. I'll drink more whiskey. Jeez, I'll twist my arm. <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. So so I went into this. I randomly chose the small batch. Uh, you know, looking at at the three different ones. Uh, I'm I'm kind of with with Rob. Often the barrel proof can just come off as a little hotter than I'm looking for. I'm lo I, I want to enjoy some of the nuanced flavors and my palate is, is soft and weak. Um, and so, uh, so, but I went with the small batch. I didn't know that it was a weeded whiskey, but the way that you reference it, I'm tasting that a hundred percent. It's definitely got that spicy bite. It's not hot, but it's got, it's definitely got that, that spice uh, note that, and it's funny that you reference it like that because so often, you know, it's it's the high rye content that we reference the uh, spicy as as a as a descriptor. But you're 100 percent right. The 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 uh, the higher wheat content actually is definitely driving a spice note. That's very nice. I did add some uh, some water to this. Um, this is great aroma. Very, very uh, flavorful. But now I'm super excited to go back and try the straight. Um, as I am a big rye fan, and I'm a, I'm excited to to try the high rye content version as well. Yeah, I, I'm not a rye guy, and I still love the straight almost as much as I love that that barrel strength. So it's um it's got enough in it that you get plenty of sweet. So I mean, but if you like bullet, you're gonna love this. So it's I'm I'm glad that you pointed out that there's a high rye content in there. My wife uh, loves rye, and so so that means that. Uh, over, over the years, and I've, I've learned to love rye because it's it's always going to be uh, what's what did he say in Pulp Fiction? He says my, my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian. Same kind of <laughs> same kind of idea. Uh, but you definitely get that rye vibe from this. 
and it's it, there's a little bit of elevated sweetness, but I get a little spicy kick from this as well. Uh, but there's definitely some some of those uh, stone fruit notes that you were talking about. Uh, I, I really dig that a um, little bit of that spicy, uh, almost like a <clears throat> I don't know. There's definitely caramel and vanilla, which is obvious. It's always going to be in there, but uh, it's really going well with this uh, American. I get a, an earthy spice from this American, a lot of black pepper on the retrohale for me, which is, it kind of pulls everything together. I get that sweetness from from the uh, from the, uh, the the bourbon, and then you get that earthiness and that earthy uh, black pepper on the retrohale. It's very, very uh, complementary of each other. I'm really, really digging this the pairing. It's a great pairing. So when I, I was excited to do this because, you know, I, 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 I know Bobby, and I was lucky enough, actually, Bobby had me over there a couple years ago before these were even for sale, and they were still uh, they were still aging, and so managed to get a couple that I, I you know, I was super, but then, uh, this, this is a great sound. so it's fabulous. Yeah, I'm, the, the pairing's working out really well. Randy, I'm curious, because I was, uh, I was actually when I was anticipating sending these Americans to you, I figured you'd smoke the American because I knew you were really, really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to smoke the um, the uh, Julius Caesar, which is a cigar that I love. I absolutely love that cigar. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would be a nice pairing as well. I'm curious how your pairing's working out for you. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's uh, clearly a very different experience than what, what you got going on. I've got fantastic espresso notes coming from this. It also has a very nice spice. Uh, while there is black pepper in the in the retro, it's it's kind of soft. It's it really does drive. It's funny because it's a very dark wrapper on this, but it really drives more of that cabinet spice that I'd expect more from um, from a natural wrapper uh, blended cigar. Um, so I've been getting great cinnamon and, and and you know just a touch of nutmeg in there, but it's got a great like sweet cedar note to to the cigar that again is pairing really really well with. Uh, with that spicy, uh, I, I feel like this has that that smooth kind of welcomes you back to it. You have that that sharp bite coming from the bourbon, and then the cigar just welcomes you back with a big warm hug. <laughs> I, I like the way you put that. That that is uh, of the the J C Newman portfolio, which is a fantastic portfolio of cigars. I mean, talk about running the gamut, everything from you know your uh, everyday smoke to something that you're gonna celebrate with. That's my favorite cigar in the portfolio. That one. Uh, that one there, uh, the uh, the the uh, wow, I just lost. What is it you're smoking again? I know what it is. Julius, Julius Caesar. Caesar. Thank you. <laughs> um, that one's my favorite. But I think this this American is probably my second favorite now. Even though this is the first one that I've smoked, I need to to sit down and smoke the cigar on its own um, to really get the full experience. But just that there's there's just a nice level of earth uh, in this cigar. It's got it's not overpowering. It's not going to knock you down with the with the strength. I'd call it medium, maybe medium plus on strength. Um, but uh, the flavor, definitely full flavor, full body, uh, very, very enjoyable smoke. Uh, Bobby, you guys knocked it out of the park with this one. Yeah, absolutely. And and what, Bobby, well, right, well, so when I was there, I, uh, I saw that you your, your rollers for this, right? They only do right. so many, right? I mean, it's like like these have to be perfect, and, and as a result, they get right. the time to, I mean, it's like something really ridiculously low, right? Uh, it it's it's they're they're allowed to make a hundred a day maximum, and we have, we have two rollers making the American uh, uh, non-American tobacco like uh, Ecuadorian Ecuadorian Havana seed and so forth, but um, 
So, so, we, so we make we make 200 American to a day. That's a thousand cigars a year. And that's for the world. That's why it's only sold like in I don't know 85 shops. And uh, we gave a tour the, uh, this morning, and uh, I we had like 30 boxes in inventory, and that was it. Uh, we took Rob and we, you and uh, Randy when you you and Rob come down uh, to Tampa, we'll show you the, the, the whole thing, the, the aging room. And, and it's uh, the, the, the America, the wrapper, it's, it's a Corojo 99 seed. And uh, it just has a very unique taste, very earthy. You know, it's funny. Rob was kind enough. He was our, he was our speaker for our national sales meeting, which was on Zoom back in January of this year. So we sent everyone uh, samples of, of, of the entire American portfolio, and uh, we, Rob spoke uh, on Zoom, and it was going to be like an hour and a half. I think it went on about two and a half. It would, it'd still be on if we hadn't shut it off. So, was the howdy? It was just bourbon. 101 class um and then uh, essentially you you become a bourbon expert you know after that and just we, we just talk a lot about all the things that you can do but uh the nice part about it is you don't get to do too many tastings with a cigar so that was nice right oh and i will tell yeah. you the most epic business meeting ever that i've ever had and i've had some great ones was the time that we went over to uh to uh, jc newman to try and figure out which one of their cigars paired best with each one of our products. So, you know, you can imagine that a couple of hours of trying, you know, smoking multiple cigars with multiple bourbons. Well, thank you for saying that, Rob. It was, it was a lot of fun. What, what, was, what was the verdict on that? I'm curious. What's What pairs best with each one? Uh, I'd have to look at it again. I think the Sun Grown... Oh, put you on the spot. That he had uh, uh, went best with the with the small batch. The Maduro was the uh, was the barrel strength, mm -hmm. and uh, the what was it? Was it a Connecticut, Bobby? What was that? Was that <coughs> one that went the straight? Right. It it was, it was the Connecticut the uh, uh, Connecticut seed grown in Ecuador, and. Uh, the, the Davidoff people are going to kill me, but it's the same rapper as Davidoff. And uh, <laughs> uh, there's no disclaimer on that one. And uh, so, you know, it was a wonderful, wonderful three or four hours that we had together. And was, uh, that was a business meeting. <laughs> right. That's that's when you that's when you know you chose the right business, right? That's exactly. I, yeah. We we made we made some good decisions along the way to get us here. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I can imagine that'd be really uh, beneficial for your sales team uh, there, J.C. Newman. You know, just the uh, anecdote to be able to share the story, to be able to talk, uh, you know, with some knowledge about how to pair these uh, with bourbons. I mean, it, it elevates the, the experience for the consumer. So I'm sure that the retailers really appreciate having that story passed along and have them be, be able to incorporate that as they engage uh, consumers. So I, I know everyone in our audience is very excited to, to hear about this. I know a lot, we've seen a lot of messages. A lot of people went out and found the bourbon ahead of time. So a lot of people are joining along uh, with the pairing here this evening with us. And uh, we, we also know and have seen a couple messages. A lot of people are going to be going out and looking for both J.C. Newman cigars and Horse Soldier bourbon tomorrow, first thing, uh, to try some of these pairings themselves. 
So if it's not in your state, you can always go to horsesoldierbourbon.com and you can order it and we'll send it to you. Oh, oh that's beautiful. fantastic. Beautiful. So, that's... One word, horsesoldierbourbon.com. Uh, and you can go there and right, you and if you if you buy three bottles, then the shipping is free. So Oh wow. So that's that's a no brainer then. You get all three and free shipping. That's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, direct breaking news right here on Cigar Jojo. <laughs> Go to Horse Soldier Bourbon. Yeah. Do, do yourself a favor. Yeah. No, no more excuses. I don't want to hear that my local place didn't have it. Like, now there's, but you can also ask for it there too. There's nothing is better. For uh, for a company to say to go in there and have a customer ask for the product. So if if they if your if your local uh, your local brick and mortar doesn't have J C Newman, I can't imagine that's a possibility. But if it is, you mean go in there and ask for it. And if your local uh, your local bottle shop doesn't carry um, Horse Soldier for some reason, uh, ask for it and, and let them know that this is uh, this is a product they need to have on hand. Indeed. You know, Rob, Rob and Randy and Rob Rob Schaefer knows this, but everyone loves a story mm -hmm. about it. Everyone wants to hear the story behind your cigar. What's the story behind your bourbon? What's the story behind your scotch? And, and uh, there, there's a lot of synergies between the between companies. We, we do promotions. To, we've done promotions, but we're doing one right now uh, in, in Florida with a, a local liquor store chain called ABC Liquor. And if you buy any bottle of uh, Horse Soldier, you can get a free Brickhouse Double Connecticut Toro cigar as an example. Because of Rob, this is our third or fourth year that we've been. It helps their sales. Although I will say this, Rob is a, a very kind, humble person, and um, we did a a fundraiser in Lakeland, Florida, Cigar Life, and uh, so I went to uh, ABC and went to Total Wine. Just to, I, I wanted to bring obviously a, a, an assortment of of liquor of of, of bourbon, and. Uh, I had to go to, to uh, two ABCs and one total wine just to get the all three selections because it's sold out. And uh, I tell you, from uh, we're I don't know we're we're so proud of this relationship, the friendship. That's what it is. And uh, and the, the these these Green Beret gentlemen deserve all the success. They've done so much at their whole lifetime. Listening, and here they come. It came back, frankly. And um, I will tell you this: before you know, I wanted to hype it up with the salesmen, so I sent them all uh, a sales team, the marketing team, probably 30 people on there. Uh, Toro Fuente team was on there because, as you know, we saw Toro Fuente to all the brick and mortars uh, in the United States. So I sent the trailer for Horse Soldier, and uh, there's a, a Mark uh, Mark Nooch who uh, was a captain who led that that that. Um, ODA uh, five nine uh, five. But anyway, he was played by an actor named Chris Helm. I told my wife about talking about this. We we have to go see this movie. She wasn't real thrilled about seeing a war, uh, a war movie. I said, "Well, uh, Chris Helmsworth is. He starred it." She says, well, "What time does it start?" So, uh, <laughs> anyway. It's, it's, I, I think that's a selling point for all of our wives. 
Yeah. Yeah, a- amen. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you, I don't know if you know this, Bobby. He actually, the his wife in that movie is his real life wife. Uh, I'm kind of a fan of her. I'm, I'm from Spanish heritage myself. So I, she's a, a Spanish uh, actress and uh, model. And um, yeah, she uh, just her being it as soon as I saw that made it more enjoyable for me, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we all love nice eye candy. I tell you that. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> It this was, is fantastic. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate you guys being here. Um, it's a great time, though, because uh, so the, the the format of this show, uh, Rob, I'm, I'm guessing you haven't watched before. We actually do different segments uh, pairing cigars with different uh, beverages. And we, uh, we are in the smack dab in the middle of our mocktail segment as we've had uh, a lot of requests to do some non-alcoholic pairings. We are very, very primarily uh, alcohol beverage focused on this show. Uh, but, but we did have some requests for non-alcoholic. So we're doing mocktails right now. And so uh, and we don't typically ever have guests. So uh, so this works out pretty well for, for us and our audience as well as uh, as having a, a great bourbon brand. Uh, to, to feature here tonight to kind of break up our non-alcoholic segment is uh, definitely welcomed and, and, and appreciated by, by both of the hosts and, and our audience as well, I, I can tell you. Yeah, we uh, I think if we just did another bourbon episode uh, that was we were just talking about bourbon, I think everybody would have we would have had a mutiny on our hands from our followers. But uh, to have you here and to talk about this specific bourbon, you know, on the eve of Veterans Day, it's, exactly. it, it, all, it all fits very well. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's 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 great that we can celebrate, you know, what, what you've been able to do and what all of uh, the armed forces have been able to do. Uh, I, I used to do a show. Uh, back in the day when I, I first started doing a, a, a pairing show and we were on the Armed Forces Radio Network. And that was one of the things I was most proud of, that we were able to uh, to uh, to um, <clears throat> bring a little bit of levity, I think, to uh, to some of the folks overseas. And and uh, one of the things I always said on that show is you guys are built to do something that I'm not that I'm not built to do. And I have the utmost respect for it. I come from a military family. Uh, my father was uh, in the Air Force. He was in Vietnam, and um, and most of my uh, his brothers were were also in the in the armed forces in, in one form or another. So, it's uh, I have the utmost respect for what uh, what you've done and and uh, you know the the sacrifices you've made for our country. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us and tell us about your bourbon and and tell us about the, the process, but also for uh, for what you've done for the country. Thank you. Indeed, been a great pleasure. Thank you. Salud. Absolutely. Um, Randy, uh, the, the mocktail uh, segment was uh, your idea, as much as you like to say that it wasn't. Uh, but we are back to mocktails next week. Yes, uh, we we are going with the uh, the the very perfectly named cold fashion, which is uh, a play on an old fashioned uh, featuring some cold brew coffee. I will post the recipe in the. Uh, Flavor Odyssey group on the Dojo Verse, so you all can see it and prepare for next week's episode. Uh, Bobby, Rob, thank you so much for taking the time uh, for uh, hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Bobby, thank you for making the American. This is a fantastic cigar. Rob, this uh, whiskey, uh, this whiskey is fantastic. I, 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 I'm actually really excited to try the um, Randy, the version that you have, that the, yep. the weeded version. Uh, the way that that was described, I do like a little bit of spice in my whiskey, but also a little bit of sweetness in there as well. Uh, looking forward to trying that one. Um, I think by the end of the week, I will have all three on uh, uh, on display in the bar, right on top of the bar, because as you said, they are bar candy. They 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 look very nice. 
Uh, but again, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to chat with us. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you all. And uh, before we before I before we get off, a big shout out to Brian Boyer of the Ash Hole Cigar Club, based uh, near Cleveland, Ohio, where we're from. And uh, the the only message I have, uh, or final message, is that when you're in the Tampa St. Petersburg area, please come by and see J.C. Newman. We'll let you make cigars. And uh, I tell you what one of the finest restaurants in the world. We export to 82 countries, and I've been in half of them, but the Urban Stillhouse, which is adjacent, it's part of uh, American Freedom Distillery, which is Horse Soldier Bourbon, one of the finest restaurants I've ever seen. And if you're lucky enough to have Rob there, he'll give you a tour, and uh, he'll, he'll teach you a thing or two about uh, bourbon. So thank you. Well, we're definitely going to reach out through Bobby and, and try and make that happen. We'd love to come down there and uh, roll some cigars and, and check out uh, the, the restaurant with you fine fellas. And uh, I just want to echo everything that, that Rob said. Thank you both for being here. Uh, Rob, thank you for serving and, and everything that you've done for this country. And uh, here's to all the veterans for, for tomorrow. A great honor. Here, here. Cheers. Here, here. And Randy uh, is absolutely correct, Bobby. We will be... Uh, I, I will have Randy book as a flight and I will use his travel points because he's all over the place and uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll fly for free with uh, on, on Randy's coattails because he's he's big time. I'm just I, I'm just I carry the luggage. That's what I do. But well, uh, Robin, we... Robin, Randy, here's a, an invitation for when you come down to see us, I will personally take you over there and uh, and. I'll, I'll twist Rob's arm and see if he can give us his incredible. The tour is amazing, and uh, there's a uh, night. So uh, and we'll smoke yeah. cigars on the patio. How about that? Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll make this something official. We'll get a a cigar dojo trip. We'll get some uh, some of the dojo nation to come down and join us. That would be a blast. I know a lot of the guys are located out in that area, so maybe they can come down and visit with us. Uh, this has been a blast. Thanks so much. Uh, Bobby, thank you again uh, for uh, I mean, we're thanking each other for the last 10 minutes, but uh, <laughs> thank you again. Uh, first, uh, first, thanks to to your uh, your digital marketing manager, uh, Audria. She did such a great job of uh, of setting this all up and getting this all yes, together, but but also introducing us at uh, at PCA because I think that was the first time uh, that that we had met, and uh, and that was when you told us the story of horse, horse soldier bourbon. Um, and so I'm, I'm really glad that that happened and, uh, I can't wait to uh, get down there and visit with you guys. It's going to be a blast. Thanks to everybody who tuned in. Uh, we appreciate your support as always. We will be back next Wednesday with a cold fashion back to, uh, mocktails, Randy, this is all your fault, but, uh, no, it's actually, it's been a lot of fun because we, we do a, a leaded and unleaded version of each uh, of the mocktails that we do because, I don't think we could get through a show without doing something that's a little bit leaded. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of our philosophy here. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues.